Kiki wants to Kai Kai, but instead she said bye bye. Hi, I'm Twinkle Motherfucking Toes. <laughs> you just way to spoil the episode. <laughs> That's how all of the puns have gone. Uh, the entire damn thing. But what I wanted to start it with, uh, congratulations, Shea Kool-Aid, you were over it. That's not what happened. You ruined my intro. <laughs> That's what happened in that episode. Okay, I was coming in. Uh, what was I even talking? Oh, I was doing my pun, like I always do. Uh-huh. And you just had to interject. All right, Trixie Mattel. Well, what's the T? What is your name, whore? What is my name? That's a good <laughs> question. Philosophical. Uh huh. Poetry. Does a man? Does a man even have a name? Right. A man has no name. If a tree falls in the forest, does it produce a brand new canoe? Oh, that's right. You didn't get that reference. That's a Game of Thrones reference. You no, know, I don't watch that show. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> Welcome back to Black Roots. <laughs> right, right, right. Air horn. Just when you thought... You're going to get one of those um, fancy uh, um, race chaser soundboard that they abuse. What? Oh, yeah. We need one. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I, think, I think the best abuse of one of those has been on um, Nicki Minaj's uh, radio show that she had. <laughs> Because she was, is it? I I stopped listening after the Cardi B B got down. Because that's when it was like peak insanity. She was abusing the fuck out of it. They gave her like a bomb sound (laughs) and a a gun clock, a gun like (laughs) clocking. Oh my God. She was like, here's just the the Compton starter pack. Well, that's when that's when that that infamous quote came. When she was like, mm-hmm. "You think Harriet Tubman was da 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 da?" When she was taking slaves <laughs> to freedom, to freedom. <laughs> queens are not always. <laughs> God bless her. God bless oh, her. And Lord. those hideous ass maternity photos. I like them. They were shot by David LaChapelle. They were wonderful. Okay, well, girl, just because if Gucci comes out and, like, has a pile of shit that they put a G on top of it, that doesn't mean... I didn't say that. I just said that I love David LaChapelle's work, so I thought that was wonderful. What child. I like one of them pictures where she had the hologram behind her, but <laughs> them other ones? <laughs> Whew, Miss Thing, those were, those were choices. Baby on board. The choices were made. Just when you all thought we were finished, we're back, 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 back again, darling. And we are going to be recounting, just like I said earlier, um, in one of our 48-hour episodes. I think that was episode six. Yeah. That was one of the to be. (laughs) We're going to be recounting the votes from the 20... (laughs) The what year was that? 20... 2000. That was 2000. Yeah, the 2000 election. Yep, yep. Coming We're to the live. stage. Coming right. to the stage. Hanging chair. Hanging chair. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're live from the swamps of Florida. Mm, yes. Uh-huh. Uh, do we have to? <laughs> well, that's where the votes are. They're in the fucking swamp. Yeah, but it's Florida. That's okay. Which, we, I'm, sure is a lo- which I'm sure is a lovely state. Uh-huh. Who, who do you have listening on this is from Florida that you just tried to clean this Actually, up. Actually, listen, the people that I know <laughs> who are from Florida know damn well how I feel about Miss Florida, girl. Whew, so, uh, you know, ain't no shame in my game, Miss Thing, but you know. We're, we're talking we're, about we're podcasting Bill, people. 
building a wall. <laughs> build a wall around that. Uh, build a, a, a state on the borderline, a moat. <laughs> Did you like Buzz, like Bugs Bunny, like just saw off the full state of Florida? I was about to say, okay, we could generate some irrigation and just like have that become an island. I think we can get uh, Jimmy Carter to do that for Habitat for Humanity. <laughs> right. <laughs> but no, folks, we are not recounting the uh, hanging chads of the 2000 election. We are instead recapping or recapping the Canada's Drag Race. I, I, I don't know what's a Canada sound. Oh, Canada. Yeah, like the sound of a moose. Like, <laughs> I don't know what it, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> um, so the way that we're going to because um, uh, RuPaul, we're late. well, we're late, and uh, Ms. RuPaul is going to secure a bag, even if this shit overlaps. Is <laughs> to keep we're going to keep you all up to date going forward, and then we might have Christmas. And what month is this now, child? August. <laughs> yes. August. And we're going to drop the rest of the episodes during the week when we get to it. But <laughs> for now. Yeah, and I mean, it works out because we're not, I mean, we we are creeping up on the middle of the season for Canada's Drag Race, mm-hmm. but there's still a decent, there's still a lot of bitches left. Right. Like, there's still, I was looking at this episode like, oh, wow, there is still a decent amount of people standing here. Yeah. Some of which I do not know still. Well, let's hope this process that you learn these bitches. I mean, I know their names. <laughs> Hopefully, some days <laughs> Bo and some days Bo and um, Alana, Alana, the Ilona, same person yeah, to me. Right, right. Ilona, yeah, Ilona Verley, and then Ilona starts whining, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's that bitch. Right. Yeah, totally, totally agree. Um, so let's get. Started. So we're on. Ep- oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're on episode six for those of you playing at home. Is it six? Uh I believe it's episode six of Canada's Drag Race. I think it's five. Six of one of them episodes. We're on episode six or five. (laughs) Right. I didn't I went to school for black studies. Um Yes. So we're on the Snatch Game episode. (laughs) Um and the girls are coming back. We just lost. So a little like background Mm -hmm. on the season so far, right? Um the season, you know, this is the first season of, of Drag Race in Canada. Folks are very excited because the Canadian drag queens um, finally get some representation. They have something to prove. That's not just Brooklyn um, Heights. Right. This is not just Brooklyn Heights. And there was some shade to Brooklyn this episode. Listen, we're going to um, get into that, too. We're going to get into <laughs> that. Because that was the team. It was good, too, bitch. Yes. Oh, good. And from the, the, <laughs> the person I least expected. So... Uh, yeah, but one thing that has been happening so far is that some of the girls who uh, are coming on the show with a little bit more uh, prestige mm-hmm. uh, have been going home. Uh, and it, it, to me, it reminds me uh, of something that a lot of the queens coming off of the show say all the time. They say, you know, you can be good at drag, but not good at drag race. Right. Right. The, the, the show demands certain things that sometimes people are, um, don't have in their wheelhouse. And so we're coming in um, off of the elimination of Tainomi Banks, mm-hmm. who is a big name drag queen in Canada, right? And, right? and folks are surprised. They didn't expect her to 
one, they didn't expect her to go out as soon as she did, and they also didn't expect her to have the run that she did because Tainomi, you know, was not, in the words of Chi-Chi Devane, it was like, turd city. Yes, turd. You know, so, uh, what I, I will, uh, they are broken up to about Miss Tainomi going, you would have thought it was their fucking grandmother, which I guess in their case it kind of is, because... <laughs> What I'm getting is when they just they love her and she seemed like a genuinely likable kind of bitch. Like I never had yeah, she seems sweet. a problem with her attitude. And you can clearly see that for a lot of the girls that Tainomi gave a lot of them their very first opportunities. Okay. Like Tainomi kept right. a couple of lights on in that motherfucker. Right. Tainomi yeah, faced so... student loans in that bitch. Right. <laughs> well, maybe not student loans. Maybe <laughs> A partial Maybe payment. We, it's okay, it's we talk about we talk about drag shows. Maybe somebody got their phone bill paid. Um, Maybe someone was able to get something that was not the value menu, baby. <laughs> exactly, extra extra guac. Yeah, Ooh, um, we we fancy today, huh? Exactly, all these ones. <laughs> so, so Tainomi's gone. The girls are broken up. Um, they didn't expect her to go so soon. Uh, and she went out to, oh, Ilona. Am I saying that right? Ilona. Ilona. I think Ilona. 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 Ilona Verley, um, who's a, a pretty much an upstart queen. She's a younger queen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she's very e. Or should I be saying they? Actually, they. Yes. Because, yes. Yeah, because no, they they wrote a. Hold on. They wrote a post about this. Okay. Um, they wrote a post about being uh non-binary. Uh, and constantly misgendered, uh, and how stressful that was even on the show. Right. So, but my question is: Is her drag character also non-binary? Yeah. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to stick to they. Yeah. Okay. Works for me. Just for my own sanity. Hallelujah. Um, yeah, and for you know, I don't want to be running around right. calling her she. I'm not trying to get um, trying to get our podcast canceled. Right, exactly. Yeah, no cancel. No Jada Pinkett. So, um, yeah, they're broken up. Um, everyone goes to the couch, and they're talking about how they're all a family, and it, it really has hurt. And something that I do uh, recognize with the Canadian girls, it does seem a little bit more genuine when they say, you know, we're a sisterhood than right. maybe in the U.S. seasons, because in the U.S. seasons it feels like trite at this point. Mm-hmm. We're a sisterhood. And then five minutes later on Instagram. Um, I didn't unfollow her because I didn't like her. <laughs> I unfollowed her because she's a fucking, she was doing too much and posting pictures of her puppy. And I right, here for that. right, right. So, yeah. Um, but then uh, Priyanka <laughs> says that she was sad to see everyone go except for Kine, who left in episode two. Uh, <laughs> and oh, who was pretty much... He was there a lot sometimes, actually. Right. Uh, and, but when she was there, we knew she was there because she was a bitch. Mm. Um, mm. And, and she thought very highly of herself. Uh, you know, and it's back to the same thing, right? Um, you can be good at drag, and you come in, and you are a big fish in a little pond, mm. right? But now you're in, you're in the... Um, here's another Game of Thrones reference. You're in the you're in the great game now, right? Um, and you have to contend with all these other people who are also coming in, um, and they're the shit. Uh, so yeah, Priyanka's like mm, everyone except Kai. I didn't really care when she left. Uh, everyone kind of laughs 
Some people are like pretend gagged, but whatever. Um, it's not genuine. Everyone hated Kai. So Kai's out. Um, Would you say and... that she was one of a kind? Ooh, no, I wouldn't <laughs> say that. Mm-mm. She's not your kind of drag queen? She could be if she got herself together. Mm. You got another pun? Can you kindly tell the audience why you don't think fit her act is together? <laughs> she was arrogant. But for, for no, I mean, she's big talk, no backup. So you right? would you say that she wasn't contributing to the greater good of drag kind? <laughs> she, I would say that she is because she has a YouTube series that you can follow where she actually teaches the girls how to do their makeup and their hair. Some of the girls on the show said that they learned how to do their makeup from watching Kind Show. Okay. I was you trying did? to figure out how we were going to work in cutting. In the right. <laughs> At that point, we were choking on syllables uh, <laughs> and consonants. So right. I was like, right, right. let's move on. Right, so then RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, so we got the, the titles. Um, RuPaul, get some money. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, <laughs> so Canada is... Uh, I think her. I think she does the the. Uh, she didn't already had hers for mm-hmm. all of the franchises, um, but Canada is unique from the UK and the US versions because we have no RuPaul other than the voiceovers, um, and instead we have a, a three person judge, like mentor, judge, ship. Hood decoration thing, right? Sometimes they do feel like a decoration, like there's no substance being given. <laughs> um, and that is consisting of Brooklyn Heights from season 12 of uh, US Drag Race second place, uh, Jeffrey Boyer Chapman. I guess she is second place. I never, I don't ever place her placement. Yeah, you're right. Keep going. Yeah, she was second place. She's definitely second, yeah. right. Yeah, I was just so second. right. It was just so hardcore, Evie. I was like, all right, and, and no one else competed in the finale that night. It was just Evie. <laughs> oh, child, and I was begging for anybody to win other than Evie and Silky that night. Um, so yeah, uh, second place, Jeffrey Boyer Chapman, and help me out with her. Stacey name. McKenzie, yes, Stacey McKenzie. Who I love. I yeah, love she's a fashion America's person. Next top, top, America's Next Top Model. She's a model. Yeah. And I think she came She's on like season seven of Top Model. I used to watch Top Model like it was my job. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the contortion challenge uh, where Meg gets eliminated. Uh, oh, so yeah. <laughs> as the bearded lady. Uh, and I always loved that she just looked different and she wasn't a traditional. I'm obsessed with models who don't look like traditional models, quotation marks. And I've always loved her. I've always loved her voice. And I've always loved seeing her on on the television, so I'm happy. I'm really grateful she's a judge. I think all in all, they make a pretty good mix. Um, I was really worried going into this that Brooklyn was going to get this weird centralized power, and I was like, "Well, you didn't win your season. You are an excellent drag queen. Don't get me wrong, <clears throat> but it seems kind of strange that you sort of end up getting elevated into this judging position. But it really does seem like they're as they're just um, a judging group as." Um, they're a good mix of a judging group, and there's no sort of one power person with the power. And you sort of, you see that too when they um, switch out responsibilities when it comes to introducing the challenges and being on set with the girls. So we see Brooklyn, who 
did win her season's reading challenge, introduced this episode's reading challenge. Yeah. Um, there were a couple of, of good reads in there. The ones that I remember that were pretty um, um, pretty cool were uh, Lemon telling Priyanka that the only fucking that she is is stupid. That delivery <laughs> was... <sighs> yeah, it was great. Uh, telling Rita Bagger that she's like a slinky because she's useless and she just wants to push her down a set of stairs. <laughs> uh, Boa calling Lemon. Um, she said, Boa... You know, what is, how does she word it? Something to the degree of, um, uh, I always love putting my drink on a coaster. Right. Oh, that was great. That one was great. That was a good read, too, because it made me think for like five seconds. Right. Like, wait, what? And I was like, oh, shit. That was good. And it was a good um, save, too, because she had tried to deliver that uh, two-faced oh, yeah, joke. She, she bombed initially. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it was good. And then you had Jimbo reading uh, Brooklyn, saying that I'm glad we have Canada's Drag Race so that finally a Canadian can win Drag Race. That was Rita. <laughs> that was Rita? That was, I thought that was Jimbo. Exactly. It's because they both can't paint. It was definitely <laughs> it was Rita. It was Rita because, you know, I, we'll get into that when we get further into the episode and to our surprise Christmas in August supply because, yes, we have totally... Never seen the episodes and haven't been, talk- been talking about them for the last five weeks, have we, Jamal? <laughs> um, right. She's been kind of like playing in the background as the mother. So that read of Brooklyn Heights about a Canadian winning drag race was mm-hmm. left field. Um, <laughs> I also loved her one of Alona where they stopped. Anyone where like they um, ask the group to stop <laughs> for a second and like it requires group involvement. It's generally always going to be a good read. So she goes, all right, everyone, let's just be quiet for five seconds. <laughs> five silence for five seconds. And so everyone, let's congratulate Alona for not complaining for the last five seconds. Jeez, yes. Because then, you know, so backstory for the audience, too, is that Alona complains. Yes. That's the thing. Like the, the last episode, they had to encourage her strongly to lip sync. Because <laughs> she wasn't going do you? And you had you were you were in your feelings about that. Oh, I was hot because at this point <laughs> I was that you know I've been okay with like ready for Tainomi to like hit it because at this point nothing has been oh, that's, that that sounds mean but it's true at this point nothing yeah. has been good um, yeah or particularly um, outstanding so it's time for her to you know be sent to the house but if the ju- the judges have to get involved with encouraging someone to lip sync. And again, there's a whole set of emotions that come along with Drag Race. The judges had to get involved to encourage you to listen to Avril Lavigne's girlfriend. Yeah. Like, it, come on. It wasn't like, let's go to the mall by Robin Sparkle, which I want to hear. Like, uh, right. <laughs> you know, it wasn't like a slow ballad. It was like a pump-up song that she can do. I was like, oh, no, send her to the house. That should have been Yeah, her. and it was, more, it was more in her wheelhouse than I would guess in Tainobi's wheelhouse. Exactly. Um, the, but just I like think that also... Jesus. I think that that also um, highlights something that is visible on the show, which is the age gap between the queens, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. And you can, you, can, you can kind of see it in the way that the queens deal with uh, pressure, challenges, um, even, you know, uh, how they are doing in the competition. The older queens, for the most part, um, seem to be able to kind of internalize things and right. just like... Um, not have these big outward explosions. <laughs> but, you know, like the younger queens, like Alona, she was in the bottom, and she 
had a full-on bitch fit in right. backstage. And then you had Kine in episode two. I don't know how old she is, but, you know, she was going you off. That. Why you call? Yeah, you know, Kine was going off because Boa beat her. Um, you know, and so, yeah, you get the, the the difference in age and, I guess, just experience, too, and not getting what you want in situations. Mm-hmm. Um, She's 22, by so, the way. Jesus. Yeah, so that makes sense. <laughs> it makes so much right? It and makes a math perfect major, sense. Too. Math major? Yeah, no, that I is mean, interesting. Yeah. I, it makes sense because I've seen her TikToks and she does talk about math. And I was like, oh, you're sober enough at a gig to talk about math, girl? Oh, yes, ma'am. <laughs> That's interesting. Oh, no, ma'am. That's yeah. so interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so you, you kind of see that, right? right. Um, in, the, in the way that the queens behave. Well, uh, one thing I was going to bring... That. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, because I was about to slightly change the subject. The best example of that was the way that Anastasia uh, got eliminated. <laughs> and said, Fuck you just want to talk. <laughs> Even before that, when they said that she was up for elimination, she started laughing. Yep, she was like, all right, Beth. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, all right, Beth, sure. <laughs> she, she was like, all right, Beth. And then she, she got eliminated, and she was like, all right, peace up, A-Town down. She went out. Right. <laughs> left. She went out there. She, she opened the lipstick. <laughs> right. And, and then, and then the words. Right? The word. No, the words of the Deborah Cox song. She was just lip syncing. It just I went through her head. <laughs> Didn't even she closed, she closed the lipstick and walked off. And that was a first in drag race history because no one has ever just said, you know what? Nah, I'm good. They normally make them go back and write something. Well, she said that they were trying to make her do it, and she said no. Like, RuPaul yeah. herself would come from behind that damn in her sweatpants and her gown right. tied in the back. Right. That <laughs> the six people pulling her face back. Right, 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 right. But one thing I was going to say is, so the, you do have this dynamic with the queens, um, with the Queens and Brooklyn, right? Mm-hmm. Um, where for some of them, she is their contemporary. And I yep. don't know how, I guess we is kind of on Drag Race have that in terms of age with some Queens like Latrice and Rue, but we don't have that on Drag Race in terms of status. Like mm-hmm. Rue has, you know, a definite, um, you know, uh, the lead lead ahead of the other girls because she has been RuPaul, right? And, right. and no other drag queen has reached kind of that level of notoriety. It's not the same thing for Brooklyn because Brooklyn, you know, she is a pageant winner and all these things, but she isn't, you know, that far removed from them. So I can right. see what you were saying and how some queens may have initially come in and been like, oh, bitch, please. Um you know, I just, girl, we were just at the same gig last week. Right. Um, and now you're in charge of me. But I also, um, I can also get behind Brooklyn maybe having some power because she uh, has done things like she's won Miss Intercontinental. Um, and she is an established drag queen. It's like in uh, Drag Race Thailand. They have two drag queens on the panel who are contemporaries of the other girls. Well, yeah. And, you know, the other thing is, through. at the end of the day, she's the judge. So- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, you know, I'm, I, you, you, a lot of, for a lot of them, they're just like, ha- glad to have the opportunity. 
Um, yeah, they're all excited. I'm the first person to <laughs> to fart on Canada's Drag right, Race. Right, it's right. iconic. I'm the first person they said, you need to calm down. Right? In the confessionals. <laughs> oh, my God. Right. Yeah. I'm so the first people are excited from Drag Race, honestly. Canadian pork chop. Let me tell you something. Them girls have been like, Lord, I see what you've done for others. It's been smothered and sitting next to some mashed potatoes on the Drag Race stage. <laughs> For the last <laughs> twelve seasons and five all stars, please. Yeah, shout out, shout out to the fact that I was watching. I told you before we started that I was watching um, UK's Drag Race, and mm-hmm. they even mentioned Poor Chop there. And I was like, you know what? Shout out to the fact that Poor Chop will be mentioned on every. <laughs> she was mentioned on this fran- <laughs> every uh, iterate ideation of this franchise that exists. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I always say, if you're going to get eliminated on Drag Race, either get eliminated first, or that's it. <laughs> and she's the first first. Right, get eliminated at Ain't first nobody. get out. <laughs> Ain't nobody more first than Pork Chop. Mm. So this week we discovered that uh, RuPaul comes on screen and she drops a ton of Celine Dion um, references, which is funny for two reasons. One, Canadian. Um, two, uh, <laughs> Brooklyn famously bombed at Celine Dion. Uh, oh, yeah. Spoiler alert, tonight's um, category is Night of a Thousand Salines. Um, yeah. So, Jeffrey Boyer Chapman comes through to do these walk-through looks. Um, first of all, I'm not sure what I'm feeling about this Wait, outfit. what's on. the challenge? The snatch game. Right? Okay, you that? didn't say that. Okay. No, you ain't say the that. The game is the snatch game, y'all. My bad. That's the challenge. Um, Jeffrey Boyer Chapman comes in to do walkthroughs with the girls. This is where we're going to discover who is doing what. And I have. And he's some looking thoughts. tacky, as he has for the last couple of episodes. This outfit. Like, I don't is know hard. who is dressing him. Like, they keep trying to do this, uh, this clash of patterns, and it is not working. He always looks fine on the runway, but when he comes to the, the workroom, yeah, it's the walkthrough outfit. Brooklyn always yeah, looks fine. Like... Stacey looks wonderful. And Jeffrey. But it's okay because the girls are going to be what distracts us from this god-awful outfit. So, (laughs) first up in the walkthrough with Jeffrey is Kiara. We find out she's doing Mariah Carey. Um, That is a choice. (laughs) A a terrible one. A um, terrible one. (laughs) And, you know, when we get to to the Snatch Game section, it's not that there's there's commentary to be said about choosing somebody who is uh, a current icon, I right. think. Um, Alona, we found out who is doing Rebecca Moore. So I love the Cock Destroyers <laughs> so much. And I was really bummed that she wasn't doing Sophie Anderson because I, do, I don't follow Rebecca on Twitter, but I follow Sophie and she's hysterical. Um, I was very interested to see where she was. And there's a lot of material with that too, but... It also matters who does it, and we see how that works out when we get to the actual Snatch game. Um, next up, I have this number. Wait, wait. Well, we find out Jimbo is doing Joan Rivers, and I thought you were excited that someone was finally doing Joan. Yeah, I love Joan Rivers. I think that, and I also think that it's a no-brainer. I think it's a hard one, though. It's a no-brainer, but it's a hard one. Well, if you have the chops, like, you know, like people like... um Sharon Needles, I think, could have done John Rivers at any point. I think that was uh, her backup, actually. Probably, you know. Uh, um, Bianca. Bianca could have done John Rivers at any point. You know, I think uh, maybe even the Vivian could have done John Rivers. That would have been I think great. If you, 
Yeah, if you have like the, you know, if you have the chops, it's a no-brainer. Right. You know? And I think the people who we know who have the chops to do it try to challenge themselves to do something even harder. Right, right, than right. to land in that wheelhouse. So, you know, you can either hit or you miss. So I'm excited to see this from Jimbo. And I knew that Jimbo would, spoiler alert, do well in this because every moment Jimbo has served on screen has had so much comedy, um, including the way that that mug is painted. Uh, yeah. We're going to talk about that later. Bricks. Because you are not finna win Canada's Drag Race painting clown white <laughs> every single fucking week. Bianca Del Rio did it. <laughs> no, this, this, there, were, there were shades and contour. Jimbo is just throwing white paint, paint on his face. <laughs> right. This bitch is just throwing white paint on She's the going face. Full memoirs of a geisha girl. And I... <laughs> not even. No. She's giving praise, praise dancer at the fucking church on Sunday. Remember, sometimes you just you can't put spackle on brick. Uh, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, after that, we find out that Priyanka, who uh, is very much so versed in the world of improv, she was a children's show host, is doing Miss Cleo, which is also one of those sort of low-hanging fruit characters if you got the chops to do it. And the problem is, a lot of the girls... Well, I'll take this back because Shangela does have the chops to do it, just not the accent. She was a little more lucky, <laughs> a little more lucky charms this right. that she was on the replay. Um, it's one that... A lot, and the problem with it being you needing the chops to do it and it feeling like low-hanging fruit is that a lot of girls feel like it's easy, easy low-hanging fruit. It is a trap. I was fruit. about to say... I was about to say, some people, I think, a lot of times, too, they underestimate um, the amount of uh, nuance and wit you have to have to pull off these people just with their big personalities. Right. And it's like, oh, of course I can do it. You know what I mean? Right. All I got to do is get the catchphrases. And we've seen this over and over again. Jada with Cardi B. Um, the Vanjie with the Catch Me Outside girl. Um, <laughs> Daniel Bergoli. Catch Me Outside girl. <laughs> A.K.A. Bad Baby. A.K.A. Catch Me Outside. <laughs> that is her. A.K.A. Always uh, in a Fight with Sky Jackson. I don't know who. Oh, oh. Anyway, um, <laughs> we are trying. We are not trying to have four-hour episodes anymore. Um, so, yeah, so they just, they over, they, they, I, they underestimate how much it takes to actually right. do it well. And, you know, herein lies, I was already concerned because herein lies my problem with people doing fortune tellers and sidekicks and mystics. You, you end up leaning on the same shit and you never go in with an angle. And... Well, I mean, there are easy things to do, and we can talk about that once we actually get to her failed joke. Right. But a but lot there of times are things that always, you can do. Well, a lot of times they always say, we're going to go in with the psychic thing, and that's going to be the funny thing. Mm-hmm. So we'll get into the, the things she could have done, but I guarantee this, which she probably she saw that it was Miss Cleo. No one's ever done it before. Uh, and she has all of this alleged background <laughs> with improv. And three... Uh-huh. That she's like, I'm going to lean on the psychic thing. We see how that works out for some people. Um, yeah, well, you know. Right. Um, after Priyanka, we have Bobo, who's doing either Liza or Fran. And thank God she went with Liza. Oh, well, let's talk about this, because I disagree. Really? I disagree severely, yes. I think that she should have done Fran. I think that her Fran, I don't think that her Fran was terrible. Um, but more so, I feel like 
uh, to do a character that someone else has done so well that they won is a disservice to you. Uh, because you're not even being graded. You're not being graded on the same scale as uh, as if you were to just do the character and nobody had ever done mm-hmm. it. Because when I see, when I hear you say, oh, okay, I'm going to do Liza, the first thing I think is, oh, Alexis Michelle won the Snatch Game as Liza Minnelli. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, um, and there's a difference between, like, that and what Jujubee did. Jujubee took a character that people had done, like, meh with. Right. Um, I think that it is a challenge and maybe a disservice for her to have sat up there and think, okay, well, I'm going to do Liza and turn the party. See, I feel like this is, this is a tricky thing because I feel like when people get to Snatch Game, I, I hear you with wanting to challenge yourself uh, and potentially do better than people who've done Fran Dresser before, too, because funny, Mitch, well, Jujube, Juju's done funny? Fran Dresser, no, Juju's done Fran Dresser and so has Cornyak. Cornyak. Right. But were either one of them funny? Well, let me finish. Let me, get, let me get to my point. <laughs> okay, sorry. But when people get to the Snatch Game, they freak out. So she yes. probably knew that Liza was going to be an easier turn for her. Mm-hmm. And apparently she's done that before. She's never done Fran before. Yeah, but I, and I also feel like Jeffrey kind of pushed her into Liza. I mean, it could have... At this point through the walkthroughs, too, my Jeffrey annoyance was at, <laughs> at, was at, a, was at a high. So I could just be vilifying him for the sake of it. But you sound I like Twitter, like, girl. I'm just saying. It's, whew, I'm, I'm for the sake of this podcast. I'm trying not to go into my Jeffrey opinions, <laughs> but uh, and I also think that some Jeffrey opinions are unnecessary, mm-hmm. like um, they're calling for the child to be fired and all this other stuff. Okay, no, um, but it did feel like he pushed her into. He was like, mm-hmm. mm, maybe you should do this. Yeah, you you know, I always go up for a girl taking a challenge and like really rising to the occasion. Um, mm-hmm. I can probably, I can guarantee she probably was like, I've done Liza on stage eight times. I've done Fran on stage none. And I don't well, know how these things the, are going to land. That's the other thing. And it circle back to uh, Kiara is, did you do Liza on stage performing a song? Right. You know what I mean? Because that is, I think a lot of the girls come in, you know, flashback to Fifi in season four. It's like, oh yeah, girl, I do Lady Gaga five times a week. I get paid. They, they bring me, they, they put me up in the La Quinta Inn and they pay for right. me to come to Oklahoma to do my Gaga. Right, because you're lip syncing a song with a good mm-hmm. costume. There's a difference between doing that and then embodying a personality, you know what I mean? And see, a, in a challenge. Right. And I and see, and that's the, what I was talking about. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, you know, those two things I feel like sometimes get confused Mm -hmm. and it just leads the girls to their demise. Right, and and you definitely bring up the point of Kiara. I think that's what Kiara does. Yeah. And I definitely think Bobo probably gets on stage and actually does Liza. Yeah, maybe. I've never, you know, transparency, I've never (laughs) (laughs) looked up what Bobo does in her live shows. (laughs) Jamal is like transparency. I actually don't know who Bobo is, and I've been making. No, I know who Bobo is. <laughs> I live for Bobo. I think that she's the Susan Lucci of the Canada's uh, Drag Race. They've been getting her right the fucking together. She was the damn. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna do the way. Okay. Right. But no, so, so <laughs> she ends up doing Liza um, during the Satch game. So next, we get uh, Rita, who we find out is doing Edith Piaf, who. Full disclosure, I Googled No one knows. 
Okay, <laughs> no one knows. Knows apparently because like Jeffrey knew off the top of his head. Right. <laughs> Rita was like, she's French. Oh, Edith Piaf. Oh, oh my God, yes. And wasn't she like alive in 1920? Apparently, she died in like 1962, like or even earlier than that. So I was like, "Oh, you're really stretching it, Miss Rita." But uh, well, no, I think that. (laughs) Well, I think that here's the thing. I think that it's a smart choice. Mm -hmm. In, um, I think that there's 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 strategy in Snatch Game. We talk about this. Um, as it's smart to do people who are not as close to. Uh, uh, current. Uh, what, what do I want to say? Current. Um, current pop culture. Mm-hmm. It can be smart to do them because you aren't as bound to certain things, uh, like accurate portrayal. I think that uh, it is. It you. I think that like with uh, Jinx and with mm-hmm. de la Creme. You know what I mean? Um, and with Alaska. Uh, you can pick these characters and you have a little bit more freedom. Even for your own self, you have more freedom in terms of where your mind allows you to go. Oh, totally. Because you aren't as bound to, um, you know, well, I just saw this person on TMZ and this is how they act. Oh, totally, right? totally. Or, and a lot of girls find themselves uh, in that very black hole. Um, oh, yeah, I definitely didn't think it was a terrible choice. I thought it was very smart, um, particularly if you can pull it off. I just think it was a uh, deep, deep, deep cut. Yeah, it was. <laughs> And that makeup was a deep cut. Well, and it's always uh, never cut, and that's part of the problem. <laughs> um, <laughs> but enough about Pride 2019. All right, so let me get on Miss Boa is next, and she is considering Woo! three choices. Um, I'd rather save my commentary before we get yeah, to it. Yeah, just the say who game. she did. She is thinking of doing Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Um, and for those who are unfamiliar, there is a documentary, on, I think, on Hulu. Oh, no, not the documentary. That's the series on Hulu. But the documentary is called Mommy Dear is Dead. Watch that shit. It's good. It's on HBO. And if you don't have it, call your cousin who has cable so you can borrow that young login and watch that shit because it is good. It is Oh my god, it's a choice. I think I might watch that before I go to sleep tonight. Oh, I think that's an excellent idea. <laughs> yeah, it was either that or I may destroy you because I keep mm-hmm. telling myself it's I on need my to watch list it. of things to watch too. Yeah, I, I think I was watching um, Tangent. Anyway, she's looking at doing <laughs> right. Rose Blanchard, uh, and then she considered also Cindy Lauper, which uh, I'll talk about. That would have been Lauper or Rebel Wilson. I'll, I'll say it now, but we'll get into the full... Um, she should have done Rebel Wilson. I feel like she came in definitely knowing that she wanted to do Gypsy Rose Blanchard and psyched herself out of wanting to do the other ones because she says she doesn't want to be offensive. And I, I hear that because you can get into ableist uh, territory real Real quick. quick. Right, so why would, you, why would you even decide to do that if you don't want to be offensive? You she know, you either go on, you either go and do it and commit all the way and just be like, "Girl, <laughs> if I'm canceling, cancel. right? Like um, Sherry Pie, the bitch well. is up here making fun of the Parkinson's disease. <laughs> you saw <laughs> you know? how that worked out for Harvey Weinstein shortly thereafter. <laughs> Shit, the, in the context of the season, the judges got life. <laughs> um, yeah, so they just didn't get life when she went back to it three more times. <laughs> You only counted 24? I counted 28. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we'll see how that goes when we get to the Snatch Game. And then lastly, rounding out, and I was excited about this. (laughs) Lemon is doing fucking JoJo Siwa. 
So who I did not know. JoJo Siwa um, is was formerly on Dance Moms uh, Lifetime with Abby Lee Miller, uh, and then broke out to be this YouTube sensation who is basically the amalgamation of pixie sticks, <laughs> Mountain Dew, and cocaine in the form of a seventeen-year-old child who may or may not have her edges within the next couple of years because that ponytail is always snatched back but she's paid so she has she will she will have the lace front budget <laughs> to hopefully soon because i looked up pictures of her and i was like oh that hairline wasn't just no man joke no because no. <laughs> at first when i saw i said oh linda is trying this little girl nope, nope. <laughs> that is a fact <laughs> Jojo is not gonna have no kind of edges. She's gonna have to wear a bus driver wig when she turns twenty-one, fucking with them uh, under that Disney contract or whatever contract she's under. Um, so we get a little interesting setup. We go into the the um, main challenge, right? And yeah. Tracy Melcourt or Melchor Melcourt is back for the runway, which I I like her. She's like what kind of bitch? Snatch game. We have these two guys named Colin and Justin, who I can only assume are a married two couple. More people I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing with the international drag races. They're very educational. Because they, sure they just be pulling their people up here, and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, I live in the United States, where we <laughs> are not required to know about <laughs> shit else. Welcome, Brandon Branderson. <gasps> oh my god, I love him. He's on that one um, show. Right? <laughs> <laughs> on Crave Channel, where he fixes houses in Manitoba. Uh, <laughs> so let's just go down the line for the girls and their performance. So Boa, okay, uh, basically flops, uh, dumps the fire. Right? She gave one good, one good line, which was so good. She was like, "I'm so excited to be here. I can kill my mother." Which is the direction <laughs> that she should have gone in if you're going to do Gypsy Rose Blanchard <laughs> and don't want to... Listen, listen. First of all, let's, let's call a thing a thing here. There is no way to do this where it's not going to ruffle some feathers. Yeah. It's, it's, the, the fact that you chose that person to do... Which is... tells me she was, she was very committed to it until she got to the show. Right. Yeah, because the fact that you even chose that person, that in and of itself is offensive. Right. So there's nowhere to go, you know what I mean? But, you know, down up. Exactly. And- now, I was going to say, the other thing about the Snatch Game, too, is that um, the rules are very flexible in terms of accuracy. Right. You know what I mean? Like, all you got to do is, like, take a piece of the person's personality mm-hmm. or story and just run with it. You know, you don't have to do this, like, and, you know, girls have gotten caught up on that, too. An accurate portrayal. Valentina. Right. <laughs> Who watched the um, Eartha Kit documentary that day and was like, all right, we're doing Eartha. <laughs> Seeing it on BET. It was also on TV One. That means you know it's substantiated. We're doing Eartha Kit. Um, <sighs> all in all, she probably should have not chosen Gypsy Rose Blanchard. No, um, not at all. If you want to do it, do it and just be offensive. If that was what you're going to do, girl, and just go ahead and get canceled a second time. <laughs> just canceled a second time, this thing. Um, she probably should have went with Robert Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. So, so next to her was who? Jimbo? Yes, who was hysterical as Joan Rivers. <laughs> that look, the look was perfect. 
Yeah, which was surprising because, you know, we already said <laughs> I thought the only thing Jimbo could do with makeup was throw some white powder on her face. Yes. She, should, she had to do a sheer needle, throw some white uh, paint on her face and do that spooky thing in order to win the <laughs> challenge. Right. Um, I loved her, her um, Joan Rivers. Uh, she sounded just like her. She had the exact same cadence, the same humor. Um, all <laughs> things that Joan would have 100% said and including some very offensive jokes about Robin Williams. Right. But, you know, and there was another example of how you don't have to um, be 100% accurate because the bitch was up there snorting ashes. <laughs> <laughs> and it was amazing. Yeah. Um, that, that was, I think that was an additional guy that she didn't even really need, but it was nice. Because <laughs> when she she was in it the entire time, what I noticed about the snatch game was the goods were really good and the bads were bad. Yeah, so like I forgot. I, mean, Bobo, I forgot Bobo was. I mean, uh, Boa was even there. Yeah, well, that's how bad it was. It was just non-existent, right? And I think at a certain point too, she just shut down, or the editors shut that camera down. <laughs> a little bit of both. Right, they're like, mm, we're not using it. Pan that. to the right to Jimbo. Right, 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 right. Also, you know, so if someone is killing it right next to you, that has to like really deflate your balloon, girl. Yeah, my it's, it's, it's a it's a mind fuck. So up next uh, in the snatch game, Lemon nails JoJo Siwa, and this is exactly <laughs> how you do a snatch game character. First of all full name out on that goddamn call. <laughs> she repl- and she wrote the answers down. A key, one of the key um, things to Snatch Game is attention to detail and the improv mm-hmm. part of it. And the part, the big part of the attention to detail is the way that you write the cards. So when mm-hmm. she said that JoJo cannot pronounce her R's, which I've never noticed, but I also don't, I mostly see JoJo. I don't hear her. No, I was about reason. to say, does she really talk like that? Um, I've heard her talk before. It's just really aggressive. It's a <laughs> thing that would appeal to you if you were 12. Okay. Otherwise, it's horrifying. Um, she wrote, when she wrote her answers that had R's in it, she put W's in the place of them. <laughs> <laughs> like Baba Wawa. Yeah. We stand. And you know who, who, who did that too? Aquaria. Uh-huh. Aquaria did this. So when you can pay attention to the all of those sort of um, um, the mix of details that make a Snatch Game, that is the best way to do a Snatch Game character. And also she, to your point about taking um, liberties in terms of building out the caricature, that's exactly what she did mm-hmm. the entire time. Like, it was JoJo, and then it was like to the nth degree, and that's how you win a Snatch Game. I couldn't take my eyes off her the entire time. Even when they pan to other girls, I would look, I would be looking to see her dabbing in the back. <laughs> That's a star. <laughs> That's a star. The hair falling out. Oh my God. <laughs> bus driver wigs, bus driver there wigs. There was so much going on. And I mean, that's the thing. Her and um, would also like helped her Lemon to be successful. And uh, Jimbo uh, in the Snatch Game was just the amount, and they talk about this. Uh, taking the audience on a journey, right? So it's not just one note with the jokes, right? You don't right. just go to like one particular well and stay at that well, but you, mm-hmm. you know, you have places to go 
um, peaks and valleys. And you know who stayed in the uh, who stayed right in the valley was Priyanka, Ugh. which was so disappointing <laughs> because up until that point she was like you know um, children's television. Priyanka's also kind of been a judge a judge darling. The judges uh-huh. love Priyanka. I love Priyanka too, but sometimes they love Me Priyanka too. on nights that I do not like Priyanka. Mm-hmm. Like last week's dress. Yes, like last week's dress. Which this was? Uh, go ahead. I was just gonna say they thought it was the second coming of Naomi Campbell up in there, and I really didn't understand. And it was the never mind. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Priyanka is up there basically uh, failing. Bombing, uh, <laughs> and what I noticed about her performance of it is she seemed to be leaning more into Miss Cleo's identities, yeah, and not into the comedy. She just knew she was going to say "Call me now," and she was going to get the snatch game, snatch game crown. That's the thing. She just knew. That's the thing. She it's like knew. you just, you know, you have these big personalities, and you underestimate the amount of work that you have to do. Right. Right. And she never went anywhere with it. So like she could have, she could have talked about being fraudulent. She could have talked about how there was claims that Miss Cleo was born in Jamaica. She was born in L.A. Right. According to Wikipedia. She could have made some jokes about the psychic friends and how she, she could have had a beef with Dionne Warwick and the psychic friends. Yeah, so that, and, so that was what I was going to say, is that there are things that you can do as a psychic, you know, and they were pointed out to her. There, there are gags that you can pull, you know, especially when a lot of the psychics, because a lot of them are fraudulent. Right. You know what I mean? You can give bad predictions. You can um you can just repeat the thing that somebody else just fucking said and act like it was your you know, your prediction come true. You could do things with these right. characters. You could have charged Brooklyn seventy five dollars a minute to answer the questions and then just pause. <laughs> yes, you know what I mean? So something. Something other yeah. than just being obsessed with get the accent. Call me now. Call me now. Call me now. Yeah. Okay, girl. I don't even think she got the accent. Do you think she got it? No, I don't. I don't think she got it at all. Okay. Good. I'm glad I wasn't the only one. Well, Priyanka was another one I did not notice was even there. <laughs> and along with Boa, like we got to, we got back to like towards the end of the snatch game. I was like, oh, they like gave him two more opportunities to answer questions, and I was like. Oh, they're still there. Yeah. You know, you gotta help the bitches try to save themselves. <laughs> so, the person we know for sure is there, though, is Rita Baga as Edith Piaf. Yes. As old lady and dying. <laughs> Consistently throughout the Snatch game, too. Like, even asked for a body bag at the end of the game. <laughs> you know what this reminded me a little bit of? What? Yara Sophia as <laughs> Shout out to Yara Sophia. <laughs> Her British accent. It was <laughs> I've been watching Harry Potter. Mother, you can me some Potter. So RuPaul's just like, oh, what the fuck are you? She's like, how about Celia Cruz? <laughs> right. <laughs> how about something <laughs> other than this? <laughs> Um, what I liked about Rita's performance is that it was very much so she she played it in a way where it was mostly us trying wondering slash worrying what she was going to do next. Right. Right. Up next is uh, oh, damn. I wrote Liza. <laughs> well, there you go. Wasn't she? Wasn't she? Sorry, people. The fucking messages me right now. 
Can you please talk about lines of why I deal with this on the back end? Oh, work. So, uh, Scarlet Bobo was Liza Vanelli. And I, you know, here's my thing is that it wasn't bad. Mm. I don't think the Scarlet was bad. I think that it was just not enough. Yeah. It was just not enough. Because, you know, she had the voice. She was she was doing um, Liza things. Liza. Fucking Liza. Right. It was just not enough, you know. And I think um, that's where I got a little bit more uh, respect for what Alexis Michelle did with the character. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, serviceable job. That's what I wrote. Yeah, I think, she I wasn't horrible. I don't know that... No, yeah. And even with the way that the judging uh, came down when she was safe, I was like, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, uh, she, didn't, um, she didn't get Susan Lucci this episode. Right. She got Susan Lucci last episode. Now, let's... And Loki the episode where she was swallowing fire. Ding, ding. So let's get into um, what Miss Kiara is doing as Mariah Carey. Nothing. What is there to get into? She wasn't doing <laughs> shit. She was sitting up there in the fucking Santa Claus, <laughs> Mrs. Claus wow. outfit. I think I have that same outfit. <laughs> Mama. I think Juju. <laughs> I think Juju does too. Yeah, you. They all came in the exact same set, actually. <laughs> all three of our outfits. Um, what I will give her some credit for is that she at least tried to do all the way for Christmas, Mariah, and not. New Year's Eve, Mariah, which she probably should have done. Cause she would have I was about to say, there. there's uh, more, and the thing is, Mariah Carey is a character that you can do. She's so grand, right? Yeah, there are things that you can do as Mariah. You know, you can, you can lean into Mariah's ridiculousness. Mariah's very ridiculous. She doesn't believe in age. Knowledge that she has any faults whatsoever. You know what I mean? Um, she's a diva. Yeah. And she did the she did the thing that girls who do the divas tend to do in the snatch game is make all of the answers about their songs. Like we don't need to hear the entire fucking discography. We know she sings the most. Right. So and I mean maybe one of the, the maybe one of the setbacks to being a fan of a person is that you cannot properly um execute them in a snatch game. Right. You know. It's kind of like when Tyra was Beyonce in season two. Well, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't want to disrespect her. It's like, girl, this is the fucking Snatch game. I still maintain that Tyra, that, not Tyra, sorry, that Beyonce could be made funny. I'm waiting for the day. I believe it is possible. Because at I don't this think point, it... we've had, what, three of them? And they've all been and, fucked terrible. Right, three of them have not even come close to making it funny. I think Kenya Michaels was the closest, and that was a train wreck. That got her sent home. <laughs> right. Because she she took major liberties. She's like, girl, I'm going to do Beyonce, <laughs> who is on medication, who's <laughs> supposed to be on medication, and she is all funny. Oh, Lord. Yes. It's just like, what? Yeah. So, um, suffice to say, when after the end of Kia, uh, during this Snatch game, which I, to be honest, Going in, when she said she was doing Mariah, I was like, oh, she lip singing tonight. Right. Oh, uh, <laughs> Kiara's going home. Yeah. <laughs> you know how you know how they say about the produ- the producers. 
Right, exactly. <laughs> Shady. Shady, right. Uh, side note, if you've not seen Shangela is Shook, please watch it. It is on, it's on YouTube. I watch it on it's YouTube. It's very good. Yeah, it's on YouTube. It was very good. I think something else is that um, I had a lot of respect for Shangela as Shangela's stagecraft because the way she set up those jokes. Yes. Um, and then subverted them later on. Right. Well, you know, she's an old pro at the comedy thing, so I wasn't that didn't shock me in the least. This thing had yeah. quick changes. She was performing in the middle. I was like, okay, <laughs> one woman show. Uh-huh. Okay, one woman show. Uh, so rounding out this snatch game is Alona as Rebecca Moore. Um, yeah. She it was one... good, but it wasn't enough. <laughs> right, it was very much so a safe performance. Uh, mm-hmm. And to be honest with you, the only thing that really saved her from being in the bottom was, one, Priyanka and uh, Kiara, and then her joke uh, when they when uh, uh, Brooklyn asked her to spell cop. <laughs> that was funny. C O C. That was hilarious. I give her that. <laughs> and that, like I said, saved. And she she didn't quite look like Rebecca, but you know, she pulled well, out the. Shit, uh, you ain't got to look like the person <laughs> in the damn snatch game. Well, she she pulled out the um the the drag one hundred and one stuff and said, "Oh, the slut outfit." <laughs> Right. right. I got, got this from the first time I ever did drag. Oh, what? Slap <laughs> that hole on. And pay my lips for filth. Yes. Um, overall, I thought it was a good snatch game. I think, the like I said, the goods were the goods and the bads were the bads. Yeah. And One <laughs> thing I did miss, though, is that usually the, like, the guest judges on the snatch game give a little bit. Uh-huh. And I have moments with them. I had no moments with, I don't know who the fuck these two are. <laughs> I had Colin no moments with them. Whatever, Richard and Murray. <laughs> I had no moments. Delma with Louise, those girls. right? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? I, I, to be honest, I looked at them and I was like, "Oh, okay, we're gonna just focus on the snatch game anyway." <laughs> maybe right. that's their thing. Maybe maybe they're known for just laughing at the girls and not being engaging. Right. All right. So we're gonna take a real quick break, and then we're gonna get into the runway. Yes. Let me pull up these pictures. <laughs> My hair is. Woo! So that was Snatch Game. <laughs> Sippy Cup. Sippy Cup. I wanted to say that during that break, but I was like, I need to capture this moment. <laughs> Tippy toe on tightrope. Um, so then we are getting ready for the runway. The runway category is the Night of a Thousand Celines. And I. Personally, felt like the world's biggest idiot because the entire episode when they kept saying "Night of a Thousand Celines," I was like, "Night of a what the fuck is a Celine?" It's a designer, and I, dear. child, designer I was house. so lost. I said, "Who the fuck is a Celine?" And then it clicked right before the runway happened. I said, "Oh, Celine Dion." <laughs> you know, cause I'm not. <laughs> In my mind, I know that she's Canadian, but the other part of it is I wasn't one of the gays who was obsessed with Celine when she became a quote-unquote fashion icon. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention. I mean, I was. Because Renee died and Celine was like, oh. Right, wearing fringe to the Met Gala. She was showing her hotel. And I was right, like, okay, so, she, she was giving us Naomi going to do community service to you. And, and you know what? It was very evident in the fact that most of these looks were from 2019. 
that these girls pulled on this stage. I said, was there not another Celine era? I'm pretty sure. My favorite Celine era is when she went to do Eurovision despite not being European. (laughs) She went on behalf of another country. Listen, Celine has gotten away with a lot in her career. And that's the way it is. But anyway, so... Night of Down Celine. <laughs> that was wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> Brooklyn comes out looking terrible. I thought she looked cute. You thought she looked cute in that lopsided wig and that big ass coat. Yeah, it was a style choice. She looked like uh, Bizarro World Cruella DeVille. <laughs> I'm not here for it. Um, Anyway, I don't know who I'm going to call her Canadian Roseanne because I don't know who that guest. Her name was Mary Walsh. <laughs> Listen, right, and there was another thing. See, I'm just, it's just, I'm just too stuck in the United States because I was like, "Ooh, yes, girl, Martha Walsh," and then I said her, but I was like, "Whoa, who is that? That is not Martha Walsh." And you know, Martha I was Walsh ready for it. A bag, so Martha- right, right, and shit, she could be Canadian. Well, Martha is good from, um, she has worked the Pride event or 800 in her lifetime. Yeah, so. and we just had another um, Pride MVP on here two weeks ago, Deborah Cox. <laughs> Deborah Cox is on every, like, Pride committee. She's the Grand Marshal. Right, so I thought they were just going, the that's what they need to do. They need to just do a circuit of them. Deborah, CC Payson, um, uh, uh, Carly Rae Jepsen, Robin. Um, Robin S. Yeah, Robin S. They bring them all through. Um, what's the girl? She da, 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 da. Crystal Waters. Yeah. <laughs> Crystal Waters. Back to the river and around again. The, all of them mean, girls. Off to 100% love. Just <laughs> turning it out. That is the song. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Canadian Roseanne is the. <laughs> I really. I happen to like her. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm sure she's a great person. <laughs> She looks. Her outfit was fly as hell. Her outfit looked like she was about to be in Mad Max Fury Road. What are you talking? Thunder. No, it was still a cute outfit. What, what, what difference does that make? I'm not here for it. <laughs> you know, look when they when they do the runway, um, the beginning of the runway where RuPaul would usually be at. I just get pissed mm-hmm. and block it out for a good five minutes. Because yeah. I'm still not convinced about this setup. <laughs> Me neither. I'm not convinced about because so the, the judges, the guests, <laughs> it's not even the guest. Is it the guest judge? Who the fuck is it? Like the guest judge does the runway walk that RuPaul would normally do. And the only person that I've given um, the allowance <laughs> to do this is Deborah motherfucking Cox. Everybody mm-hmm. else, I'm like, girl, you don't have the authority, especially that first bitch with the first episode. <laughs> Who the hell are you? Oh, God, our American is showing right now, girl. Meanwhile, uh, Jeffrey, um, <laughs> Brooklyn, and what's, what's her name? Stacey McKenzie. <laughs> I was about to call her. <laughs> Woo! I was about to call her something else. You haven't seen that um, cartoon, uh, what is it, Big Head? Way here? No. Oh, big. No, you mean actually. <laughs> Please go to. <laughs> big mouth. Big mouth. Yes. <laughs> Woo. Uh, but, but am I lying? So, anyway, 
I'm going through changes. Okay, so I'm going to do this wrong way out of order because I don't remember which one of these bitches came. I do remember that Boa was, was first. So, yeah. And they're all doing Celine Dion looks. So Bo was doing the Celine Dion 2019 Met Gala. Um, yes. Shout out. Which was the camp Met Gala. Right, where no one was in theme. So, Listen. <laughs> some people were, but like... We learned that day that a lot of people don't understand what camp means. <laughs> At all. Uh, I feel like somebody walked up in sweatpants. <laughs> and that day, really and low-key, that was the, the campest thing. That was the campiest thing that happened. Well, no, Violet had that long gown that actually was a glove. Oh, uh, yeah, that was, that was fierce. That there, was, some, there were some camp looks. People were mostly mad at RuPaul for being in a suit and not in full drag. Right. But um, so Bo comes out in the 2019 Mega look. I agree with the judges about mm-hmm. the fringe because if you yeah. look at the Celine look, um, the thing that separates the Celine look from the Boa look is that the fringe is attached to a bodysuit on Celine, right? And on Boa, it's like a fringe muumu, so mm-hmm. it completely drowns her out, takes away her shape, and it's too much fringe. I completely, I 100% agree. I thought that right. her headdress was cute. Which is a shame because Boa really does pad and shapes pretty Yeah, well. she gives body down. Yeah, so for her to be, yeah, definitely was overwhelming. Um, could she wear this to the club and it'd be fine? Whatever, yeah. You know what um, it reminded me of? What? Nina West's fringe look. Oh, yeah. Oh, you hated that one. That's right. Yeah, it was hideous. <laughs> I didn't mind it so much. Um, yeah, and it, especially because Boa is not a big, uh, not a tall girl. No, she's so short and round. That, definitely swallowed her up so it could have used some tailoring i give her some um we'll give her some points for at least having a completely full full fringe look because it could have easily been like here you know how like with a boa it could have been like priyanka two weeks ago with their fur right you know how you get like a boa and like the, the you this you can tell the the, the ply is shitty mm-hmm. like it's like a five below boa during the christmas during the um halloween season mm-hmm a lot of girls would have come out on the runway and that and tried to call that a Celine look. Right. And um, would have totally booted it. So I'll give it a soft two. Yeah. Yeah, so that was, you know, Boa, um, mm, boot. Mm-mm. <laughs> That's what I'm going to give her. And we're going to keep it there. Uh, the next person up was uh, Bobo. Carla Bobo, yeah. Um, I don't know which Celine look she was doing exactly. Paris Fashion Week. Um, Paris Fashion Week. I know that it was on point. I don't think mm-hmm. there was anything like wrong with it. Um, I took note that I think uh, Bobo was kind of even in character when she was coming down the runway. A lot of them were. Yeah. A lot of them were doing the Celine. What I did notice, even this was very much a one a Celine. Um, Jamal Celine Dion is a singer who um, you might know from the song "My Heart Will Go On." Yeah, I know. You know, <laughs> you know who I else? You know how else I know her? Oh. She, they threw her up in the big three all the time in the nineties. They sure did. And I didn't know they if sure I. And I don't know if I still don't know if I agree with them throwing her up in the big three. <laughs> I was like, hold on now. Yeah. But yeah, so. Um, yeah, so a lot of them were doing the Celine-isms, um, we, we like to call, we'll call them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Jimbo was great. The dress was, I think the dress was gorgeous on Scarlet her. Bobo. Scarlet Bobo. <laughs> oh, fuck. 
girl. Who's been drinking? <laughs> no, you know what it is. Too, too many of these girls got names that are like similar. You, yes, um, yes. Boa, Bobo, Jimbo. Right, exactly. Bobo, Sudu, Toto. I was like, all right, girl. Right. <laughs> um, Scarlet Bobo. I also like that this, I think, was this the first time that she wasn't like looking crazy in terms of her makeup? <laughs> It was the most sophisticated look that she's worn. Yeah, and I think that's what I responded to, too. I was like, oh, okay. This is one of those moments where I feel like Michelle Visage, where it's like, but can you do glamour? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a lovely look. I mean, it wasn't anything that was... Um, no, I mean, it's not... Well, it, was, it was very much so a safe week episode, uh, um, outfit. Yeah. You know, but you know, I, and also my heart goes out to Bobo because I feel like they are just gonna play her until she goes home. They are Jan edit down. <laughs> so, yeah, the bitch came out on stage a fire, and they were like, mm, "All right, safe." <laughs> <laughs> well, she was pussy popping and sorry, not sorry. Like, you were good, Priyanka. You were the winner. Right? <laughs> like, what does this girl have to do? <laughs> Uh, which means we are in store for uh, a Jan maybe, Shaka Khan moment. Maybe which, not, because uh, she might not have a breakdown. Jan's <laughs> breakdown was unprecedented. Uh, uh, up next <laughs> was, uh, oh, I was about to call her kind, Kiara. You got them in order. I don't know what you're talking about. You don't know them in order. Oh, well, now I'm, on, now I'm on the Instagram page. Oh. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm flicking from picture to picture. So, Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so here's what I'll say about Kiara's look because I thought that it was decent. It wasn't an exact replica of the look, which I'm mm-hmm. okay with. I don't think that. Right. I don't think that we have to do exact replicas because um, mm-hmm. sometimes we need to drag it up a bit, um, and then other yes. times we also are on a budget. Um, yes. But this is what I will say. <clears throat> Drag queens and ponytails. Well, it's it's a very been done well before. No, then that's what it, this. I'm not about to drag drag queens wearing ponytails. Oh, okay, what I'm saying is, uh, you need to pay attention when you mm-hmm. do it because what you're doing is you're pulling all your hair back, right? Yep, and you're you're increasing the chance of exposing badly blended lace. Um. Whew. And, and that lace was badly blended. Uh, yeah, and if you're gonna do a ponytail, I want ponytail. I don't want no little weak ass shrivels of hair behind you. I want <laughs> a healthy <laughs> ass ponytail. And you know, I was a little disappointed that she, the pony wasn't giving me what I needed. I was looking for, you know, uh, a, a show pony, and that was like Dunbar Senior High School ponytail. Wow. So wow. her dress was cute. I think that this is the best that she has looked. Mm-hmm. She is um so this is this week it was, I was very clear I um I've always had a problem with her wigs. Yeah. With the exception of week one. Yeah, they've been suspicious. And, and even even during her and she wore a hat during the first one way. And the wig was um, still suspicious. Well, at least it was covering that hairline. <clears throat> I've always been able to cloth that hairline. Every time I see Kiara, on the, and this is the first time where I was really taking it in, and partially because I knew she was going home tonight, and I was like, "Oh, this makeup is also a choice too." And I think it's because she's new; she's a new girl. Yeah, she is. Uh, new. 
so when the judges brought it up on the stage that her uh, wig was a choice, in addition to the ponytail, because most of the a lot of times the girls who do the real fierce ponytails and get better wigs mm-hmm. and generally use their own hair. Yeah, Gia Gunn, yeah, Alexis Mateo, um, some other bitches with ponytails. Um, <laughs> generally use their own hair as the front. Right. Oh, oh, Violet Chachki is a great and Violet uses a bang piece. Yes, which is a great idea. Yes, which is a Violet, great idea. I her love her. Well, Violet's so, superb. Yeah, um, her um, her look I thought was stunning. The sequin fringe uh, look. Her runway walk was nice, mm-hmm. uh, but I was having some issues with the wig and the makeup. And mm-hmm. I was like, "Girl, go ahead and get ready to." S- At least the shit was secure. Right. <laughs> Right. At least the ship was secure because she needed it to be. I mean, I knew she was going to be in the bottom. Um, I didn't necessarily, I don't necessarily know if I knew she was going home at that moment because I still didn't know whether or not she would be in the bottom too. There were like mm-hmm. three girls and I was like, it could be any of the three of them. Um, right. And I thought that compared to someone who was not in the bottom too, I thought that her runway was better. And so I didn't know if she would actually end up there. Mm-hmm. Um, so next is Rita Vega. <laughs> and she is giving you like <laughs> she comes out looking like a Clark sister. <laughs> That's the third in the trio. She looks like she is an usher at somebody's church. <laughs> She looked like she was about to do a midnight showing a Rocky uh, picture horror show. Yeah, and so uh, and she is <laughs> like, she's selling it with the movements. This is what I will say about um, that look, um, the problems that I had. Problem the first. You are doing a Celine look from the year I was born, 1988. Um, at which point Celine was young. You are coming out here as an old woman. Um, and I have a problem with that. Um, the, I thought that it could have been cinched. I would have really appreciated things being cinched a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would have appreciated when she revealed into the black, um, the black look, um, uh, I would have appreciated those shoulder pads still being there. Cause I think that it was needed. So, um, First of all, for me, this uh, the first look was a boot. Um, <laughs> I feel, I feel like with Rita, she went all in with the second look, mm-hmm. and herein lies the other problem with reveals, is that you need to pay <laughs> attention to details with both looks. Yeah, and it's and too not, good looks. Something that just gets pulled right. So she comes in like looking like she is. Um, I can only describe it in terms of, like the mad scientist during a horror night at a theme park. She looks like she's on the afterboard. Uh, yes, this wig. Uh, and Rita has a, tends to have issues with wigs mm-hmm. <laughs> and hairlines. Um, and then the second look, I can tell that she clearly put the most effort into that particular one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, boot. Yeah, <laughs> it was a boot. The presentation wasn't, the whole package was not good. Yeah. Uh, so, next person is Jimbo giving us another look from 2019, the Celine fashion looks of a year, I guess. There's Fashion Week. 
Yeah. Which, let me also note that this is a fashion category. Like, <laughs> this, this is this is you know you can take some liberties with like Night of a Thousand Michelles. Which is not a fashion is, category. Exactly. <laughs> or you take Night of a Thousand Rues, which has a lot of fashion elements in it, but also a lot of areas of camp that you can pull from. Mm-hmm. You have to really, for Night of a Thousand Celines, you have to really build up um, a lot of just sort of base level fashion looks. Because mm-hmm. she has some moments that have some humor and camp in her looks, like the backwards tuxedo, for instance. Then no one did. No one fucking... I suspect that everyone thought that everyone was going to do that and didn't pack it. Uh-huh. They didn't want another kimono gate. <laughs> right, that would have been fierce. Eight backwards tuxedos. <laughs> one from KNG. Okay, it would have um, looked one, like one, a one. whole Solange music video. <laughs> so Jimbo comes out in the, passion, the Paris Fashion Week look um, and drags it up. Yes. Um, which I think looks great. I love that the... Um, panel in the front of it is not as like a um is is fashion in a way to look like a bandeau mm-hmm. instead of the you know how with like nude illusions on drag costumes it like takes up the entire part of the skin that's supposed to create the news nude illusion and yeah you can i hate clearly that see it's i can't stand it, it. I, I can't it. stand it um her makeup looks soft ish it looks soft i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna say what i said on text message i want her to draw in a fuller top lip Yes. Because that top lip wore me out with that sliver of makeup. <laughs> Chapstick and mascara. Oh, it wore me out. And then she took the glasses off and I said, no, put them back on, <laughs> please. Because this mug is still not, you know, and okay, I'm not, I'm not one. And we're going, we're going to come up, this comment is going to come up again with another person coming down the line. I am adamantly against a, a correct uh, physical type. You know what I mean? Assigning a correct physical type to so, doing drag. Yes. Mm-hmm. However, some of these mugs are hard yeah. and, and they are not uh, painting them in a way that I need them to be painted on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of these bodies need more body Yep. Um, if you're going to be given, if you're trying to give fish, I need body. Um, you can't give bean pole. When <laughs> and it's not even, so, so you, one, everyone has different types of drag, right? Yeah, this is Wow, true. we're going on a tangent. Hold on, let's boot, let's okay. boot this look real so quick. So Jim, we'll Jimbo, gets, Jimbo gets a two. Jimbo gets a two. I just want, well, she, I just want more top lip, you know, overdraw it. Right. Yeah, you know, you're so a drag clown, that, so you know how to do this. Exactly, and you've done it before. Like we've yeah. not, it's not like we've not seen two ish good mugs out of Jimbo already. Like, come on, girl. Right. So let's talk about padding real quick. Well, the girl yeah. is up next. Oh, you want? Okay, let's go. To, okay, let's get to. <laughs> so, the person we are alluding to in our very cryptic language about body and drag is Lemon. Lemon, yes. Lemon is wearing. Um, the look from when Celine Dion won an Oscar for My Heart Will Go On. Um, Every for... night in my dreams I see you I see you I told you about the story about how we sung that in the fourth grade choir. Well, I mean, that was around the same time that I wore that song out because I did a, um, 
for my I think it was I know it was I was in fifth grade. Um we had to do projects and my project was on the Titanic. So I like drew this entire like chalkboard long uh boat sinking. Um I did all my little fifth grade research on the Titanic. I was all obsessed with the song. The movie came out. It was a mess. And I wore that song into the ground, not knowing a single like meaning behind any lyric. So we did this when I was in the fourth grade choir. But the problem with this story is we did I Shot the Sheriff first. <laughs> what was going on in y'all fourth grade choir? The fuck song choices are these? We did uh, I Shot the Sheriff first. What and happened to lift every went, voice and say? Wait, 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 wait. And we go... Do, 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 do,
you got an intense chin, you know. So it just, it just, it didn't work. If if mm-hmm. she was a queen who built herself on um, gender fuck and all of that stuff, then I can understand. But that is not the, that is not what's going on on tonight. Right. What's Ultimately, going on? She's just not yeah. creating any dimensions no. in the look. No, and that is the problem. And I think, and I think, uh, when we get into the judging, um, which I think we've already kind of done. Before, Brooklyn yeah, for real, for says real. that, yeah, um, says that it's not elevating the look to where it needs to be because it's not creating um, the eyes should travel. Diana Vreeland always used to say that the eyes should travel when it comes to fashion. And right now, my eye is in Schenectady, and I needed to be in Paris. Oh, my eyes traveled. They traveled to my room. They traveled to my refrigerator <laughs> to see what I was going to cook. They traveled. You good for like being distracted during travel? They they traveled over to the fucking desk. So I need to see if I did my taxes correctly. You and these taxes. They <laughs> <laughs> the theme on Black Twilight. So the next person was uh, Ilona. Um, and they come out in Celine's like uh, fashion launch look. Yes, uh, Elsa. Uh, uh, don't give. Me, uh, it's a old, older designer. The house just got re- um, revamped after yeah. uh, um, a show. Um, after some theming at the costume Met Gala. Uh, so I say I love that to say that this is probably a new look out of the fashion house. Yeah, and I always say it wrong because it was a. It, it was not the. I'm sorry. I'm getting into a tangent about the the, the costume. I uh, hear you gala. digging into it. You know I love the costume gala. <laughs> you are spiraling into it. I went to I got to see Heavenly Bodies up close. It was fantastic. Anyway, and then I got lost in the Met. Um <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was lazy. Yeah, it was a boot. It was a boot. It was lazy, uninventive. She took it looked like her regular clothes. It, the shorts yep. were baggy. Yep. Um, she said she's been serving for like weeks now. <laughs> right. I thought this. I don't know. Celine had a powder white wig on when she had this look. It was. I was like, okay, girl. All right, here we go. We are this trying is, it on the drag race tonight. This is my has been my problem with Alona though, because so far I've only had one good look at her, and I know she has fashion chops. Does she have fashion chops, or does she have really good chops when it concerns that particular aesthetic? I feel like she does. I feel like she, it's, it's it's the same problem I had out of Mayhem. Because every time yeah. she looks sickening, every time Alona has looked sickening, it has been the same color. Yeah. It has been the same aesthetic. That might be her go-to, but when she has to stray from that, it is... You know, we had Tentacle Monster the first episode with no titties. I hated that outfit. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I feel like she can do it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it, this is that's you know how queens of potential, queens of potential. Uh, Speaking and of rounding, a queen with potential, <laughs> it's the, the golden child, Priyanka. Yes, wearing a full recreation of Celine Dion. Uh, wedding dress. Mm-hmm. That was a choice for a wedding dress. <laughs> well, okay. it's Celine Dion. Yeah, Celine Dion. And then she has a reveal to the gold look, which is from the Billboard Awards. 
I don't know. I mean, it was all pretty, so I gave her yeah. a two. It was all pretty. Same. Same. Her wig was a little questionable, but you know, it's Priyanka. Her wig's always questionable. I was about to say it's Priyanka. She got questionable wigs. She's been doing dry for three seconds. So yes, uh, she did have a nice wig during the uh, hair runway, but yeah. So I mean, yeah. So there's there your looks. Um, yeah. uh, we get the judging. We find out that Scarlett and Alona are safe, which we've already talked about. Mm-hmm. They proceed to uh, go to the back and have a nap. And oh, I forgot to mention this. I, we know now, remember I brought up like in a couple text message threads ago about why like um, Anastasia always looks like she's getting ready to leave. Because <laughs> she always has her coat on. Like Anastasia, there was recording the music. Anastasia was like, all right, well, my Uber gets here in right, 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 six right. minutes. He says he's arriving soon, so we got to wrap this recording up. And then I realized that they're all always wearing coats. That's because we found out it's cold as shit there. Yeah. Which I think is, I think, don't quote me on this, is an old TV tactic to make people like anxious or some shit like that <laughs> make the room uncomfortably cold yeah i don't know why that's necessary on drag race but that's why and we see <laughs> when they go back there to, that they're taking a nap uh scarlet randomly has a, 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 a purple velvet robe on they look so cute they were all wrapped up <laughs> i can't remember aren't they what oh they're best friends i'm probably tired of fucking talking to each other um <laughs> right uh the judging goes they want it um, who's that child's name? Brooklyn. What? Wish that Boa had went sicker with the face. I was like, okay, Brooklyn. No, <laughs> we cannot have that. If the girl, we can't have her looking crazy. Right. On uh, she's already pushing it by being Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Like, let's not. <laughs> we, I don't think that was place. And they thinks that she should have definitely. Um, she wasn't good. She flopped. She wasn't great. Uh, Kiara looked wonderful. We talked about how terrible that wig was. Uh, and how Mariah was choice. They loved Rita Vaga. Um, they did question her runway walk, mm-hmm. which that was leaning into those Selenisms. I think she might have taken it a little too <laughs> She not only leaned, but she also rocked with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was a choice on the runway. Uh, they weren't surprised that Jimbo nailed it. They think Lemon was hysterical. And this is the thing that and then Priyanka looked cute, but she was still on the game. <laughs> Jimbo ends up winning because this is my this is the only the judging was what we already talked about. Jimbo ends up winning the snatch game as Joan Rivers. I do think that Lemon had her runway look been better. Yeah, she would have won. won. Yeah, she would have won. Absolutely, that JoJo Seal was hysterical. And even if you didn't know who JoJo Seal was, mm-hmm. and you looked it up, you would have been like, "Oh yeah, this is the." Same, like Stacey McKenzie said, it's the same bitch. Right. And so we're also is- seeing, we're also seeing like, so runway plays a factor in it. Um, but we are also seeing uh, this tried and true thing with Drag Race where they pick and choose where runway truly has an emphasis. Because mm-hmm. in the bottom, runway had no bearing on who ended up in the bottom, in my opinion. Uh, no. Because well, had it had bearing, Boa would have been in the bottom. Yeah. But if Priyanka had not been so bad, they couldn't justify. It's the same thing that happened um, on Drag Race when Brooklyn bombed. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, I swear to God, if they let all those shenanigans that she just did on the runway, see <laughs> snatch game performance. You better motherfucking work, bitch. Yes, they they, well, they made it look like it was the second coming of the <laughs> The way it was going off. They was like, yeah. Yes. Yeah, she's taking up on the stretch. I was like, no, because the girl knew she was a fuck terrible in the, <laughs> in the motherfucking snatch game. Um, no, yeah, definitely. Uh, and I think I wrote it in my notes too that had Priyanka been even had like landed some jokes. Uh-huh. Well, either Priyanka <laughs> or Kiara, because I felt like either one of them could have been switched out and both could have been thrown in. Yep. Yep. So even if they had done slightly better in snatch game, Boa could have easily been in the bottom. Yeah, but instead we get Priyanka and Kiara. Mm-hmm, which, you know, I, and this is when I was kind of like, oh, bye, Kiara. Yeah, because, you know, there's no way in hell Priyanka is going home. Unless and, she failed the lip sync. Unless she failed, you know, and Priyanka at this point is a, is a darling in the judge's eyes. So I yeah. knew when that bottom two was announced, it was like, yep, Kiara's going home because they are not sending Priyanka home. Um, and the lip sync song, I never thought... I would hear I Drove All Night as the lip sync song. Which, honestly, thank God. <laughs> what did you, uh, you were scared they were going to do my heart would go on. Yeah. I night in my dream. When was the last time they did like a ballad for Drag Race? I mean, song? here's the thing though The Bridge and My Heart Will Go On slap. Yeah. Yes, there's nothing. I've been noticing yes, girl. They've been using practically the entire fucking songs for the lip syncs lately. Well, when the lip syncs are bearable, they they use more of the song. Yep. Because <laughs> I was like, this is not over yet. Yeah, yeah, this was a long one. I felt like it was on for three minutes. <laughs> so you and I uh, have opposing opinions. We don't on have this opposing opinions, I don't think. Well, in so- the words of Davina, uh, from red wig and red wig and silver gown. <laughs> I don't yeah. think. I don't think. So, <laughs> you te- first of all, you text me after every single one of these lip syncs. Like, girl, I need you to watch the lip syncs. Yes, I need you to. Because okay, so <laughs> listen. Go ahead. Listen for the people at home. The song is "I Drove All Night." Okay. I drove all night. Which. Okay, it's a cute song. I think that it was also at the peak of a certain era of tackiness in music. Um, but and when was it released? I don't know, but it feels like it was played on VH1, and it feels like it was played too much. Um, well, so we start off. Um, Kiara's at a ten. Kiara starts at a ten, and it's a, and you know what? In the beginning, it was a, for me. This is this entire thing is gonna be my response to it. Two thousand is released. Two thousand. Yep. Yep. It sounds like two thousand on VH1. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. Sounds Senior like you came out last year. Right. Same. Whew, me sitting at the dinner table with a fucking <laughs> thing of cereal, just being over it. Um. <laughs> so yeah. So PRs at a ten, and in the beginning, it I was like, oh yeah, you know the girls are fighting. They want to stay. There's a lot of energy. <laughs> Kiara is doing what she needs to do. And I don't mind what she's doing. You know what I mean? She's uh-huh. trying to stay. And Priyanka... So Kiara's dancing. Uh, and Priyanka is, like, mixing in a little dance, but she is emoting a little bit more than right. Kiara is. Um, and I think that 
ultimately that's what won the lip sync for Priyanka other than being the mm-hmm. favorite is that she was uh, actually in touch with the lyric a little bit because mm-hmm. uh, Kiara at one point is like ripping her costume off and swinging it in the air in the circle and all this other stuff and I'm right, Petey Pablo right I'm like whoa girl um, and, you know at a certain point too um, there are only so many splits I can see you do uh, and I think the lip sync took a turn for me when she did that Vanjie uh, dip, when you, <laughs> kick, when you kick the leg out and twist and fall. Because um, everybody's not good at that. But after that, she gets up and it is just, for me, sloppy. Like the shoes are coming off. She jumps into another split that doesn't even hit into a full split. She's just bashing her head about. And I was just, I said, okay, at this point, the lip sync is too much. Because I felt, I also felt like Priyanka was starting to feel a little pressure to do just as much as what was going on on the other side of that stage. Because Priyanka, what, she was doing a little bit of dancing. Um, but then she starts like a little bit of high kicking. She jumps to the splits. Um, and we get back bends. Uh, it was a lot. I, I agree. I think that it was good to see people fight. Um, it was good lip sync up <laughs> to the midway point. After that, after that twist dip, it became a mess, and I was no longer entertained. I said, "Just end this shit now," because the girls are doing too much. So, um, um, I'm, you, you know how much I hate when the fans go, "It should have been a double save," because they think everything should be a fucking double save. They think mm, they think Nina West and Silky Nutmeg and Nah should have put a double same, um, mm. and that's why we <laughs> should note the fans are often wrong. Um, so you all knowing that this was the one time I would have tolerated it, um, one of the very few times I would have tolerated it. I think they were both doing a really excellent job. I was watching them individually, and oftentimes with the Drag Race lip syncs they start playing off of each other and generally not well because it's always pretty desperate, I would say. Um, I was looking at both of them as if I were watching this or uh, watching them, I don't know, the bar, club, whatever. And I'm like, okay, I would give these both money. Um, Yes, I will give you that Kiara did start to get sloppy, particularly because there were no shoes. And I always feel like when you start losing shit and losing your drag stuff and the song doesn't necessarily require for all of that and quite frankly... Yeah, scooting not. on your knees across the floor. Um, that is, with your ass in the air. Need to be, it's not always required. That is sometimes <laughs> a concern for me. But they were both given two different styles of performance. Um, Priyanka was emoting better, but I altogether I thought they were two really great numbers. Um, I'm okay Flailing on your head with it not being a double save because I honestly don't think we need to. I think we need to start saving those more because at this point, there's been a fucking double save every season. Recently, right? Uh, there was a double save in twelve. There was a double save in eleven. There was a double save in ten. Yeah, we need to. Double saves are supposed to be for when it calls for double saves. <laughs> hey, there was a double save in nine when Eureka went home. Yes. You say what? <laughs> there was double save in nine. That's why I forgot all about that one. Uh, yes, but you found her once. Yes, 
they brought back Nation Lopez. So at this point, it's so formulaic that it's supposed to be a special thing when it is actually called for. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. Oh, so apparently we don't really have. To, I, for some reason, I thought you had more problems with this lip sync. It has been no. I just think that it got one. sloppy. I think it's been well, one of the best it's... ones they've had this season. Well, what have we had? This <laughs> absolutely not. We had fucking absolutely not. Uh, the Carly Rae Jepsen one was cute. All I remember is that we had the dancing gargoyle lip sync. Lem- uh, <laughs> Lemon and uh, Juice Box were cute. That was cute. I disagree with the outcome. Most people do. Uh, I, I I don't, but you know. Yeah, because I felt like I felt, like, and also I feel like in lieu of what just was rewarded here, mm-hmm. they could have kept Juice Box. Uh, but anyway, it's done. Well, Juice Box is gone. Yes. Sippy cup. Sippy cup. Uh, um, so, yeah, but yeah, Kiara, I mean, he are lost. I mean, yeah. Priyanka did a better job. Yeah. Kiara lost. No skit off my teeth. I was like, all right, well, it's, it's, I, I think Kiara's cute. I would love to Kiki. I love to Kai Kai with Kiki. Um, how yeah. it was time for her to go to the house? Because has... yeah, because if she would have stayed, she would have went home next yeah, week. So it's like problems with these wigs. Save it for what? It's also like when Bob was like, well, why? Why did we save? Um, Heidi and uh, Jackie, as if either one of them, (laughs) as if either one of them has a chance of winning this competition. Yeah, well, um, uh, and I love how the girls are getting sensitive. We're already talking about being on All Stars. Um, oh, yeah, well, you know, they did on the UK too. We're fucking gothy Kendall of all people talking about she gonna be on All Stars. I said, Miss Thing, no, you were barely on this season. We are not. Uh, it's a shame because I really like gothy Kendall. I was hoping she would go further. Um, I love how the girls are going like, "Fuck this mirror." Kiara, just they better, name they better learn from. They better learn from fucking April Carry On as shit. You see what happened when your ass just campaigned too hard. You'll never get on. So, right. Kiara's in the back. Uh, basically, everyone's uh, yeah. just saying, fuck this mirror. Uh, Rates her name in big ass well, She did a bandella creme. I mean... Where it's like, have fun cleaning this off. Right. Look at all this shit. But she didn't write any, like, heartfelt... She, she wrote, I love you guys. Yeah. And then she... But she did write at, under it, have fun cleaning this off. Because she knew that she, if you look back at the scene, she wrote under it, have fun cleaning this Kiara off. Kiara wrote that? Yes. Oh, go back and look wow. at the scene. And I'm about ben. Go back. No, I'm talking about, well, Ben, when Ben wrote like 500 words on the mirror to cover the entire mirror, she said she did that just so Darian would have to clean the mm-hmm. mirror and it would be too much. Kiara, if you go back and pause it, at the bottom of her lipstick message, it says, have fun cleaning all of you. You watching closer to me, bitch. I was like, all right, well, <laughs> well, I was watching because the bitch fucking drew. She was up there drawing um, the cows, the crop circles on the, the shit. Yes, I was just like, okay, bitch, you better just write your name in big ass letters. I mean, shit, that's what I would do. I mean, <laughs> what do you want? Me, I, I thought she would. I thought she would have uh, did what Whistleface the gargoyle did two episodes ago. <laughs> uh, that was, I told Nomi was like, that's a cunt move. I was like, yes, girl, and I stay in it. <laughs> <laughs> I just get it because girl, girlfriend really went back there. She took the she she intended to, and she was like, you know what? I'm good. 
You add Latrice. Live for that. Latrice, Latrice, live for that on the top. Her makeup's gotten better anyway, by the way. Latrice? Anastasia. Oh, yeah. Well, that's good. She's a pageant queen. I saw her on... Has it gotten better, or has she gotten access to people to do it for her again? It's possible. It's that one, too. Um, also, you know how I feel about her wig choices sometimes. Yeah. Because she, of the way her face is structured, she can't have stuff covering it because it's going to be super tight. And it's also the way she paints. Mm-hmm. She paints super tight. Um, right. And that was our, that was episode five of who I would say RuPaul. Uh, <laughs> Canada's Drag Race. Yeah. Uh, we don't have a segment yet. Um, will we even have one? Who knows? Because we don't have any trivia. On... We barely remember the girl's name sometimes. Um, right. <laughs> any closing statements? Um, we got seven girls left. Seven girls left. Oh, and next week, next week, they are doing, I love this, they're doing a uh, um, their own personal commercial where they're offering legal aid. And, and I had, an, I immediately go to that woman who like is a realtor. I think she's a realtor. <laughs> and she's like sitting on a stone in a pencil skirt and she gets in like, she gets up and like starts yelling at the camera, uh, Divine Institute mm. style and throws her wine on the ground. Mm. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. Okay. Anyway. No um, also, fun fact for Rhonda from America's Next Top Model, also offers legal aid now. So it'll be very much... And Antoine Dodson is a realtor now, I think. Anywho, uh, I think the runway is also diamonds and denim and diamonds. Yeah. Uh, hopefully it'll be good. I saw some things that looked interesting on there. I saw a face mask and I'm always now for a face mask. <laughs> I, and I hope, yeah. I'm hoping it's Jimbo. <laughs> I think it's either Jimbo or um, Rita. Good. <laughs> and that's because, and also saw, because they can do only once you can probably pull it off. And I also saw it look like a very basic Priyanka look. Yes, it was it was giving us uh very much so never mind. Anywho, thank you all for joining us for Black Tar Roots Canada edition. I'm Twinkle Motherfucking Toes. And I am Jamal. Bye. Bye.